For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hello, everybody. What's up? Big Ace here, and it is another edition of the Briscoe and Big Ace Show, episode 102, 101, sorry, 101 is what we're naming this one, Wes. You almost messed up. You almost said 102. I know. I almost jumped the gun. So we were talking before we came on here, and I mean, we, we're not usually shy about things. So like, in all honesty, we're not sure if we've done 100 episodes in the last two years. We feel like it's like somewhere in a ballpark of like 70 to 100 episodes, Uh but now that we're doing more weekly stuff, we felt I felt like we need to kind of keep better order of what we're doing. So I, last week I was like, episode 100, we're just going to start there. And now we're on episode 101. So uh, if anyone's like, why didn't they make a big deal over their 100th episode? Well, that's because we're not sure if it was or not. And, yeah, gonna... and even if it was our 100th episode, I still don't think we'd make a big deal. Because it's not that really, like, to us, numbers don't mean nothing. Like, that's not... Mm-hmm. You know, we do it because we enjoy what we do, and we do it because we like to put out some good content, and if people want to listen to it, they want to listen to it. So it's not like we really keep track of, oh, man, we didn't do episode whatever. So that's why we were kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's 70, maybe it's 80. Let's just round it up to 101. Right. 101 sounds good right now. Hell yeah, I like that. I mean, you know, and then on top of that, we're more of like a time guy. You know what I mean? Like we're more like, man, it's been five years we've been doing this, not like it's been five hundred. So like, yeah, we have our third anniversary coming up. It'll be under a month now. Actually, today, as of this recording, is the seventeenth. So legit, literally one month from like a day or two ago, we will be celebrating our three years of the Briscoe and Big A show. And I've got to tell you guys. We've got quite the show planned for that anniversary show. It's going to be a big deal. Um, yeah, it's going to be super fun. I actually, Troy just uh, confirmed my flight information. So, so there we go. It. So now it's I'm definitely stuck coming. <laughs> you you can't get out now. You got to come see me now. Um, but that's going to be a great weekend though, just because of the fact. Well, a first of all, we have two guests joining us uh, that we know of right now on that show. We're still waiting for 100% confirmation on one, so we won't say anything about that name. But we do know uh, your lovely, lovely lady, Red Velvet, will be with us that weekend. So obviously, we're not going to miss an opportunity to do the three of us in the same room together on a show. We need to make that happen. So she will be joining us, as well as one other very, very special guest. Uh, a guest that I'm, I, I'm curious to hear your history with when we can confirm it. Because I guess I've never asked you what your history is with that fellow. Yeah, we got some history. So okay. that'll be fun. But once we be able to fully confirm it, we'll talk about it. Plus, it gives the the listeners a little bit of a guessing of who it might be. Definitely. And that's going I down. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably figure it out if they look at the uh, IPW Hall of Fame Waterloo poster. But at least we'll get people looking at the poster and knowing when the date is and when the show is. Yeah, and that's going down. Uh, we could just get that out of the way right now since we're already talking about it. It is July, I believe, the 15th. I'm going to pull pull the poster up so I can show everybody. Um, a stacked weekend. How many times have you been to this thing, Wes, this Hall of Fame weekend? Um, maybe five. 
I don't know. Maybe six. Yeah, and I think I'm. This will be my sixth. I think fifth or sixth. Dolny, um, yeah, because I pretty much have been to all of them. The only thing that I've ever missed was Colorfire Alley, and I've missed that the CAC. I've missed that like two or three times. And that's the one that I've never gone to and have always wanted to go to, just haven't been able to make that one happen. Maybe when they bring it back this next time around, I'll try to make it out there. But uh, So it's a little hard to see, but guys, there it is right in between our heads, so it worked out perfect. Induction weekend, July 15th through the 17th in Waterloo, Iowa, the George Shaggy's Luthez Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame uh, weekend at the Dan Gable uh, professional or well wrestling museum. Uh, you can't really see it because well maybe if you zoom in on your screen, guys, you'll see those uh, highlight of events. And on that Friday, 3 p.m., it'll be that Briscoe Big A show, the third anniversary live recording. Maybe even streaming live online as we do it. We'll give you more info as we get closer to the date. Uh, Friday, a day of three wrestling shows. One is the evaluations with uh, your your father, Papa Briscoe, and some other great legends. A tournament after that, podcast in between, and then we got the big show that night. IPW, some big names, Slaughter, Tony Atlas now added, Dan Gable, of course, your father, Jerry Briscoe, yourself, Wes Briscoe. Uh, Bob Orton Jr., uh, Barry Windham, J.J. Dillon, uh, Mike Rotundo, uh, better known as IRS, Ken Resnick, fellow VOC Nation uh, host, Colt Cabana, uh, Miranda Gordy, Jim uh, Melby, and some of these I can't see anymore. I don't have my glasses on. Tony, Tony Gurria, Henry, Ken Shamrock, Brian Blair. Thunderbolt. Um, James Bear, Thunderbolt Patterson. I mean, pretty much we got everybody and anybody from the new current wrestlers to the greatest Hall of Famers you could ever think of. And it's just a great opportunity. And speaking of great opportunities, you mentioned there's going to be a podcast. Is it going to be our podcast? Whose podcast is this going to be? Yeah, so here's the thing. Every year at this Hall of Fame, there's always a podcast that gets recorded live. It's part of the events. Uh, generally, it was one podcast hosted by two guys in the wrestling world. Well, it's not going to happen with them this year uh, just due to other things. So guess who's been uh, got the tap on the shoulder to step up and now become the official podcast of the Hall of Fame weekend? And that be well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. We, we've always stepped up. So stepping up <laughs> ain't, ain't a problem for us because we already had the room packed and filled. And if we could fit more people in, we could have. And with the time that we were given, we killed it. So, you know what? Like, I don't ever say I'm nervous, but we got this in the bag, dog. This is going to be one of the episodes that people are going to talk about for a very long time. We're going to create some good content, some good listening, and... I'm really excited to have these guests on and to experience the whole weekend. And it's going to be a really good time. Um, Ace has a whole studio set up in his hotel. He got the luxury suite. He has everything all. So we're going to also be doing podcasts with some of the local talent, also having some of the you know younger guys, maybe some of the guys that I work with or maybe I'm tagging with. I don't know. Who knows what might happen? during that weekend so we're just looking forward to it everyone should mark it on the calendars and if you're off that weekend i would definitely suggest going to iowa waterloo checking it out what's really cool about that and i know we preach this a hundred times but you actually get to meet all the wrestlers everyone stays in the same area it's not really spread apart you don't need once you're there you don't need a drive everything's walking distance from food to the bars, to the actual wrestling museum, to the autograph signings, to everything you could possibly do is all walking distance. So that makes this place one beautiful, magical place. And, of course, Troy always does a great job, and IPW and all the guys there. So we're really looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. Uh, all Axe Pass is a $130. Get those now. You can call the Hall of Fame. I believe I'm going to get close. It is three. Never mind. I'm not even going to try to read it. That's so small. I even got my glasses on. Don't, don't. don't (laughs) I even got my new glasses on and I can't read it. Either way, $130. You get one full day of wrestling podcast after party. The next day, all the wonderful events with the legends and everybody at the actual museum. Then the induction weekend that, that night with. 
a great ceremony, an amazing dinner usually, uh, and just a great atmosphere. Uh, and also, if you're in that weekend, you might as well stay that extra day because on the 18th, that Sunday, if you drive over a couple hours to Des Moines, Iowa, you'll also be able to catch Impact Pro Wrestling with a matinee show in Des Moines at the Forte Center with uh, a Mr. Wes Briscoe on the card yep. that day. So all kinds of wrestling in Iowa coming up in July. Excited to go. I know. And then, and then before that, I'm, I actually today just sent out all the paperwork to the commissioner of South Carolina, and I'll be wrestling July 11th in South Carolina. So that's I'm really excited for that one. Hell yeah, that'll be good. So guys, make sure you watch all of uh, Wes's social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that to watch for those dates and how you can get tickets to be there. And again, make sure you join us. Uh, if you don't buy the All Access Pass, by the way, for Hall of Fame, it will cost you $15 just to get in and watch us. And we are in the big room this year. We're not in the little room that we jammed packed last time. We're going to have the space. So make sure you get there, get there early, get your seats, because it's going to be probably one of our best podcasts like to date. And it's, again, our third anniversary, three years of, you know, you mentioned that everybody's so accessible and you're around all the wrestlers. Like we've said it before, but you and I formed our friendship literally through that weekend. Uh, and, you know, and then it spawned off into this show. So it's uh, it's cool that we get to finally go back this summer and uh, celebrate our three years of the Briscoe and Big A show and, and being boys. So that's going to be a lot of fun, man. Um, go ahead. No, I was saying I'm just, yeah, it's going to be, I'm super excited. It's just going to be just a good weekend in general. Yeah, it'll be fun. And you're bringing Wifey for the first time, so I'm excited for her to see it, although she won't get to enjoy the no AC and the 100 degrees and the one uh, poor lady bartender that was busting ass but just couldn't keep up. You know what I mean? Like, like the, st- the swinger party on your floor last time we were there, like she whoa, won't experience whoa, any of that. Whoa, whoa, not your yeah. swinger party. Not your swinger party, to no. be clear. Brian Blair may have been interested in it, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to be a great time. So, And then... Uh, Man, summer's busy, dude. I don't know about you, but I feel like my summer's booked and already, like, it's going to, like, I can't believe that we're literally halfway through June already, almost getting into July. I can tell because it's been, like, 100 here. Oh, my God, dude. I had friends from Florida up here a week or two ago working uh, for the race company I used to work with, and Mm -hmm. we were were 105, 110 degrees, and they were like, we want to go back to Florida. (laughs) Like, it was August heat. Uh, in the end of May, beginning of June here in Minnesota. It's so crazy. Uh, yeah, it just, it, it's pretty hot. I mean, today was only 90, but it was pretty hot. It was cloudy all day, so. That's warm, man. We got like 94 right now, so, and humid. But, yeah, summer is just flying by. I cannot believe it already. But a lot of cool things going on that we want to talk about. So we're going to jump into some cool topics. We kind of talked about this fellow on our last episode because we talked, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was the episode before, but we talked about those WWE cuts and how Braun Strowman was one of them. A lot of people shocked and, you know, you can get rid of the monster, you know, these hands and all this stuff. Well, some more stuff with him's come out since this. And that is, uh, he's asking five figures to do an indie appearance. Once his yeah. non-compete is done. Not only five figures. Let me lay this out for you. Five figures. So, like, I think they said about twenty twenty-five thousand. 25000 First class airline ticket. Two days hotel. Every meal while he is there needs to be paid for. And then there was something else. Maybe a car or something. Or, or chauffeur. I don't remember. This is what he wants. To do an indie show. Someone's going to pay it. That's and that's what's ludicrous. You you've worked with a lot of indies in your career. I've been to tons of indie shows and gotten to know a lot of different promoters. And let's just say a good majority of these indie promotions they can't cough up twenty to twenty five thousand dollars just for the fee, and then all that other added the first class, the meals, the hotel. They they wouldn't be able to do the show if they just paid them that. Well, you got to think some comic cons will. Yes, comic cons. Yeah. They they even have people a little bit more high profile than him there, right. so you also got to think of a comic con. I could see them paying that. An indie show, there might be one or two. I don't know. That's gonna be a hard hard one to to do, but we'll see. And it's, then, it's, but the craziest thing about that is 
did you hear WWE just announced that they're going to try to go after wrestlers if they sign autographs using their past name and trying to make money off of that? Oh, they okay. I mean, I guess I didn't hear that, but I kind of just figured because you know, like everybody who leaves WWE, like the the Iconics is is, is a tag team who just recently got fired in the last six months, and they're going to end up probably on like AEW just because obviously Sean Spears is there. They have a good fan following, but they're not no longer Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. It's now Cassie. I can't remember what she's going by. Cassie Lee, I think, and then uh, Jessica McKay or Jesse McKay. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going by their actual names. And it was funny listening to Renee Young, Renee Paquette now, uh, which, by the way, congratulations to her and John Moxley. They had their baby this last week. So. Oh, congratulations. Awesome. Uh, I I just I ordered her cookbook that came out, and I got assigned a copy of it because I've, I've just always been a Renee. Someone, being someone who came through broadcasting and then I was parlaying that into the wrestling world like me uh, her broadcasting skills and interview skills have always been top notch I've always just been a fan of hers so you know I want to support so I bought the cookbook got a signed version it's funny because it's Renee Paquette and she even on her podcast said she's like it's so weird I don't even like it's so weird not signing Renee Young now when I sign autographs yeah but I heard that like before you could you could sign Renee Young on like I actually think I heard you can't even sign Wow. That, like, you have to just, like, so someone brought, like, an 8x10 or a poster that was WWE or an action figure that was WWE, and they would, like, hey, can you sign it as your WWE name? I heard that WWE will go after you if you do that. I mean, that's that's, that's just a rumor that's out there, but. See, and that's what sucks is because, you know, then you look at some of these legends, you know what I mean? Like, if I want to get my Razor Ramon action figure signed, but he's not with them anymore, like, he has to sign it Scott Hall, like, but it's the Razor Ramon figure, you know? Like, I want him to sign it as Razor. Like, that's that's a bummer for fans and collectors of memorabilia and stuff. Uh, maybe not so much for the guys who just get it signed and sell it off, but, like, for people who, like me, who, like, I'll keep that forever. It's like, that's a bummer. That's a bummer yeah. that they're going to do that. But, I mean, that kind of just goes with what WWE has been doing all year long, and that's, hey, no third party, you can't do cameo. So they just set up with some of their st- talent. I think they're doing, like, a, a promotion with SummerSlam, since that's coming up, where they partnered with cameo. And you can get some – there's, like, a list of WWE stars you can get. I looked at it. Literally, I think the cheapest one was three or $400 for a cameo. Holy moly. Alexa Bliss was six hundred dollars for a cameo, uh, and wonder how much the talent gets. Right, that's just it. Like, how much are they getting of that? Because probably I, maybe five dollars, maybe two dollars. Uh, that's so no, for brutal. real. That's how much money they're probably. And they and the sad thing is, cameo probably paid WWE to do that. Right. So that's not, o- not only not only is WWE making money from Cameo, they're making money off the talent and not even cutting the talent off of anything. So they're double dipping. That's they're just straight insane. up double dipping. And they're probably only paying their talent five to maybe two or three bucks. That is and they're insane. making them do that during their work time. I, I, you know, it, it's funny to see how all this came to light this last year with the whole independent contractor and then the whole like, hey, because I remember when this all first started, like the cameos, the Twitches, the YouTubes, and you were seeing these talents who, let's be honest, are busting ass. You know a lot of these people, Wes, personally, and you know how hard they work for their craft. And to see them be successful on their own, doing what they were doing with like a Twitch channel or a cameo. And then to be told, oh, wait, you're actually making really good money doing that. We want it. Yep. It's just, it's so, and like. Then they turn around and give you the worst percentage possible. Yeah. And you're like, what? And they're like, well, you used our name. And in real life, you didn't. You know what I mean? That's that's the sad thing about it. And, you know, it is what it is when you wrestle for them. And, you know, that's. Like, you couldn't do vlogs. You couldn't do anything. You can't even really even have a second job. You couldn't even, like, go to school or do anything. Like, they make it pretty much where you're an employee, but you're not an employee, which, you know, is very sad. It really it really is. And then you see when these people get released, these non-competes where it's like, but you're the one getting rid of them. But like, they still pay you for three months, so. 
Right. So, so that Perry Braun Strowman, whew, almost four million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that dude had a huge kind. Like, Damn, he's gonna sit there and rake up four million dollars just chilling. Dude, he was smart, man. He knew his worth when it was negotiation time, and maybe even knew like, hey, this may all come oh, crashing down. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, he's not gonna make four million, but he'll he'll make a he'll. He, what, how much do you think he'll make sitting at home? If he made one point two a year, if he was sit, sit three months would be what like? I don't know though, because it is WWE, so who knows what those clauses are? So he may only walk away with like a half mil for just sitting for the three months. I don't know. He doesn't seem to be worried. He doesn't seem to have any real interest. Because so going back to that whole thing with Braun and his going rate. When that came out, because apparently it was like a few indie promotions reached out, and then they were saying to news outlets, like, hey, this is how much he's asking. I guess he came out and said, like, I've not been contacted. No one's contacted me, and I am open to doing indie shows, blah, 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 but you need to go through my agent, and no one's contacted. And, and like, right away there's, like, three companies that were like, no, nah, man, we, we contacted. Here's what your guy told us. So then it was like, well, does your agent just not realize how the independent scene works? Because, like, hey, man, like that's just not how it works, dude. Like, I, you know, we know Troy at IPW, I, Eric Cannon up in the Minnesota who runs First Wrestling, which is another stellar promotion in the Midwest. Like, these guys aren't going to fork that kind of money out for that guy. And then on top of that, it's like, are you really worth that much money? For me, when he got let go, it was like, all right, whatever. He hasn't been used they squashed him when they wouldn't put him over on Brock. I, he's just a big guy that does whatever. Like, I have no interest. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Like, he's not a selling point on a big on an indie show for me, personally. I'm not going to speak for anybody else. But I'm also just... There's certain people that aren't. I was just at a show where Big Papa Pump was there on uh, a week ago. Cool. I was never really a big Steiner guy. So I was like, ah, cool. There he is. I ain't about to pay 60 bucks to take a picture with him in the ring, though. That ain't Great. that ain't me. <laughs> That's not what I'm gonna do. I'll go, you know, buy a little plush doll from Colt Cabana to give away on one of my uh, trivia nights for our, my other show, and give him some money because at least he's cool about it and stuff. But like, I like him, or like, you know, Heather Morell, Allison K, who are there, like them. I'll go buy their eight by tens because that's they're, they're in the midst of this. They're 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 hustling, like. Big Papa Pump barely could get in the ring, <laughs> you know. And I'm not gonna pay sixty bucks to go in there. Um, really. Cool, though, by the way, guys, that show I went to, Rhino making a, v- a very surprise appearance and blowing the roof off that place when he came out, and that was very cool. Cause I've never seen Rhino in person. Nice. That's awesome. But, again, going back to Adam, he's a good dude, and I wish him the best. And he, I know he has a bunch of sponsors with bodybuilding yeah. and supplements, so I really don't think he's too worried about it. I know he's done some movies. There was... I don't know if you remember, he did post a thing on Instagram a long time ago of a movie that he did with Will Ferrell and the other guy. Um, oh, yeah, it was uh, it was the Sherlock Holmes movie that those guys did, Will Ferrell and John did that C. Come out yet? It did. It's on, like, video now at this point. It, 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 uh, it bombed. Oh. Uh, people said it was not good, which very rare for those two, uh, obviously. They, what they was his? Did you see it? I think he, there was just a, it was like a legit, there was a scene where like one of them had to do like an old timey wrestling match and he was the guy. Oh, okay. So my guess is it was like a five minute scene. I didn't, I didn't watch the movie because I heard it was just awful and I don't want to ruin, because those guys were stellar in, in Talladega Nights together. They were stellar in Step Brothers together. And then to hear that that movie was awful, I don't want to watch it because then it's going to be like, oh, like, yeah, they're so funny in the other two. Um, the other thing, too, I heard about Braun, though, is that uh, maybe, you know, I don't know how well you know him or if you guys have crossed paths, but I have heard... I actually have really good friends with him. Okay, so I've heard he's, like, a big car guy, like, works yeah. on him. So, like, someone was floating the idea around that, like, he'd be great to end up with his own, like, car show on, like, Speed Network or some shit. 
And yeah, I seen probably. him. And I saw him post on Instagram not long ago, and he was in his garage, which looked pretty professional. And he was like in there customizing shit, and it was like, well, dude, this guy's just set. Like he's bodybuilder, big dude. He's doing cars. He can that. Like he doesn't need wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Um, I'm looking forward to see the content. I mean, his Instagram is always good. I mean, if you checked, he was just at the Big Cat Rescue and yeah. has a bunch of pictures of him with uh, big tigers and um, ligers and all that cool stuff. So, you know, he's constantly doing stuff. Who knows? He might be doing a vlog. Who knows what he's doing? But I, I can tell on his Instagram that he's doing a lot of cool stuff, and he has a huge following. So with that huge following, you know, if you market yourself the right way, you can generate money. And if he, which I think he's marketing himself really good, and he's probably going to generate some good money and just use this opportunity to do something else. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And, you know, he may always still have some ties with WWE or wrestling period just because as of right now, uh, he is in a relationship with Raquel Gonzalez, who is currently the NXT Women's Champion. Uh, and she's just top notch over there. Um, so that's, you know, he may always still be around. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, too. Interesting enough, Samoa Joe is now back in NXT. Yeah, is he doing commentaries or wrestling? So they brought him in. So I'll fill you in, Wes. Here's how it all went down. We had In Your House, so they just had the last NXT pay-per-view this last weekend. And at the end of it, because the whole storyline was there was a lot of chaos backstage between the matches, just people trying to fight each other. So Regal, who was the GM, had to get in the, in the middle constantly. And at the end, after the last match, before they go off air, the, the backstage interviewer is like, Mr. Regal, what, blah, blah, blah. And he looked like he was crying, to be honest, and then said, you know, it was chaos and it's time for a change. And then just walks away all sad. So, like, everybody's like, oh, my God, they're going to take him off TV. He's not going to be the GM anymore. Well, then Tuesday night he comes out, and uh, he's in the, the ring with Karrion Cross, who's the NXT champion right now, and uh, Samoa Joe comes out, gets in ring, and Regal offers him the GM spot, and he turns it down, but then says he'll be the GM enforcer. And then gotten like carrying across his face. It looked like he got in like a lot of people's face backstage and everything. So I feel like they're prepping him to be like, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna hang out with Regal. You're gonna be his like his bodyguard and all this. But as soon as we know you're good and cleared to go, finally, because I think he's still dealing with concussion issues from however long ago, and they're just waiting for him to get cleared. Mm-hmm. Then when he gets cleared, I bet they'll put him back in the ring, and I, I feel like they'll have him go against Cross and, and maybe take the title. Because he can't, he's got to be close to being cleared. It's been a while, and he said, he's like, I'm going to do it right. I'm not going to rush it. So, and Triple H was the guy who was like, as soon as they let him go, he was like, I want him back. I want him in NXT and, and made it happen. So, yeah. Which is great, because that's a talent, man. You've, you've worked with him. You've been around that guy. I mean, that... Mm-hmm. Samoa one Joe, favorite, one of my favorite people to wrestle. I mean, he is just top notch. What, yeah. what, what, what? Tell me about it. Tell me about like first time you locked up with Samoa Oh, it was awesome. I remember him throwing me in the corner and him doing that flash kick or step up insecurity kick into the corner, and then uh, it's just and then running in, taking his Yuragati out of the corner. There's a bunch of cool stuff. He's always this super safe. Fun to work with, easygoing, and just really good guy to wrestle. And I've always had great matches with him. That's awesome, man. I'm glad he's back. I'm glad to see that he's still around. Hopefully, we, you know, everybody thought he was going to AEW. And to be honest, he was one of those names that if WWE didn't bring him back, like they kind of would be crazy not to get him. Even though I've been the guy that says, hey, AEW's got a pretty full roster. Don't think they really need a whole lot more people right now. But he's a guy that you just can't pass on if he's out there because he's just mm-hmm. so goddamn good. So, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, man. It's it's it really is a lot of stuff happening with a lot of people. Uh, Labor Day, Chicago, AEW will have all out. A lot of non compete ending right before that weekend. Uh, so I think we will see a few people debut uh over there on on AEW uh. I want to say Mark Henry has been vocal in the media of, uh, this last week saying that they want to bring Braun over there. I if I remember that. correctly, yes. So let's see what happens. Uh, interesting note, too, on those two. 
I really do feel like we're going to see a, a big show versus Mark Henry in AEW. Uh, they, they did that Forbes article just recently with, with AEW, and they had a bunch of talent in the ring, and Paul White was in the ring in an actual wrestling gear, not just his suit, because he hasn't wrestled yet on AEW. And he's doing commentary on, on like, Mondays, and I think they brought uh, the new show they're going to d- debut eventually. Like, Henry's going to be commentary there. And both these guys say they want another match, so it's it really feels Oh, like yeah. There, there's, uh, I've heard it in interviews that uh, Big Show says that he has more in the gas tank. Yep, and, and Henry is saying that he's, like, in one of his best shapes of his life, and he looks like it. He's hitting the gym hard. So that would be fun to see two, like, big guys who, like, made their careers really in WWE, Big Show with WCW a little bit, too to go to this new promotion and, and just have a, a match, and hopefully that happens. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, another another big name in is The Rock, obviously, in the world of wrestling. But, man, we got to talk about how this guy is just taking over the world, Wes. He was just named the number one, by People Magazine, uh, the number one reason to love the United States of America was The Rock. How does that, How do they come up with that? I have no clue, and I would like to kind of get my hands on an issue to see what other things are on this list of a hundred things. Because, like, is it what was number two? A hamburger? You know what I mean? Or is it all people? Like French? Oh no, I guess French. (laughs) I don't know. No, you know what though? Let's be honest. Like empanadas. Oh wait, no, that's Spanish. Every meal you get in here in in the states has French fries with it. So I mean, that's as good as American, I'd say. Uh, Hot dog. Yeah. Right. Like, what? What is he? What is he competing with in this? You know what I mean? And then also, I mean, that should be up there. Strawberry shortcake? Ice cream? Yeah. You know what I mean? Steak? Like you just said, good old steak. Fish? Tuna? Yeah. I mean, we're really hitting the food. what, What is he competing with? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't know. We got a lot of cool stuff. I mean, he's cool and all, but. I don't know if he's the coolest thing about United States, like because a if you come and visit us, you're not going to see him. So well, that's just not, it. you yeah. know what I mean. So it's like okay, yeah, you might be the coolest thing, but you'll never ever get the chance to ever run into him. So it's like it's not like you're going to like the Grand Canyon or like going to experience something. You know what I mean? Like right, not really, unless you go to a movie or something. But it's not like. You can, like, fully – you get what I'm saying? Like, like you, it's not like you can, like, bite into it and taste it or experience it in any other way other than watching it. But what type of experience is that? Like, when you want to, like, be able to physically touch or see or, like – I don't know. Yeah, it is a weird thing to, like – like, I, you know – if they were going to do their, like, sexiest man alive or sexiest person of the year like they always do, and he's a number Okay, that makes way more sense. But, yeah, like, what was, like what's he competing against? Disney World? Like, yeah. how, did, how, did, they, how did he win? <laughs> yeah, right? Cafecito should be on that list. He should be on the people's cover. Yeah, he's like, sleeping right now, but he should be sleeping. Hell, yeah. But what I, what, what's amazing, though, is... To see that this guy, and you know what's cool is the Young Rock show that's on NBC, uh, I think the first season just ended. I think they're doing a second season. Great show, by the way. If you haven't watched it, watch it, everybody. It is really good because you, A, you get an insight to, like, what his life was in a wrestling family and that kind of deal, but then you do get a feel of, like, him growing up. Uh, and it is crazy to be like, this guy was, like, cutting class, stealing clothes as a kid, tried to be a pro, a pro football player, ends up in Canada, Eventually, that don't work out. Ends up like having no money, no nothing. Turns to wrestling, and now this guy could run for president and would maybe win. Like yeah. has a legitimate chance of winning. I think so too. It's but we don't. Really, we don't really talk politics on. No, this. we don't. But it's insane to see the star he's become. I want to ask you because I know your dad's been around him since he broke into the business. But I want to know what your experiences are. Have you wrestled him? I, I, I know you've had experiences with him. Like, what, what, tell me some stuff. Uh, tell me some rock stories. Wes. I mean, just only my experiences with him has just been like conversations and just he's always been cool with me. Like I've known him ever since I was a little kid. I mean, I think I did something in the ring with him 
when I was a, like a little kid, me and my brother, when Tampa did like a house show and he came in and me and my brother came out and that's when my brother, I believe, pinned Triple H. There's oh, a nice. picture on my brother's Instagram of him pinning Triple H and Shawn Michaels counting one, two, three. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. That is so sick. So let me ask you this. Like, when was probably the last time you saw Rock? Uh, I mean, at his dad's funeral. Okay. And obviously that's a sad, sad deal, so that's probably a bad one to say. But my thing is, the 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 the, star, the level of star he is now, can you do you get that vibe when you're around him? Or, like, is this guy, is he literally, because he comes off like he's probably the nicest human being. No, because, ever. like, if I tweet him, he'll actually respond back. And yeah. like, which is a pretty cool thing. Like, there, I've I've had a couple of tweets back and forth with him about my dad, and then about fishing, and just about a couple just little things. But you know, he's always, you know, he was always like, tell you know, Papa Jerry, I said hi, and always, you know, always just super respectful and just. One of those guys that will always give you the time or day, you know, like he'll never blow you off. He'll always be like, hey, what's going on? The, you know, at least give it, he'll at least give you a moment of his time, which is always something that's very, very, very special, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, you can tell the guy's humble. Like he's, it hasn't gone to his head. And you see that. What I love about it is, I, you know, I'm a hardcore wrestling fan. You know this about me. I love it. This is what I've done my whole how's, life. As how's his daughter been at NXT? She uh, she's sidelined right now with an injury. From what I've heard, promising. I think she's almost maybe ready to get cleared again to get back. But from what I heard, she was doing really good before whatever this injury was she suffered. Um, and she's well-liked. Everybody says she works hard over there at the Performance Center. So my guess is... Once she's cleared, I mean, we're going to finally see her. I think mm-hmm. she was getting close to making an NXT debut, so we'll probably see that sooner than later once once she's 100%. Um, yeah, you know what's cool to me is that he still checks in on the wrestling world, and not just WWE. Like, there's indie talent that, like, when they're on the rise, he's tweet Like, Kevin Owens, before he was Kevin Owens and was, uh, you know, the Kevin Steen show and was huge with ROH and the indie scene, you know, like, Rock would tweet at him. You know, it'd be like yeah. I had Stone Cold message me after a match I did with Nick um, Alderis, um on TNA. So what is that like? What's what's going through your head when you go back and you just be like, "Hey, Stone Cold just sent me something about my match." I mean, maybe uh, a little different for you because you've been around yeah. him. I was like, "What did I do wrong?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that would make more everything. sense. That would yeah, make more everything. sense. Yeah. Oh, that's great. But, I mean, that's what's cool is that he checks in, uh, you know. And, and I was like, he's watching TNA? Like, what the hell? Like, right. Well, then that's those guys are guys that it's like they don't need to be around wrestling. They don't need to keep up with the product anymore. They were legends of the game. They can just ride off into the sunset if they want. And they both have been just so great to the wrestling world, not just the company they came from either. And, and especially on the Rocks level where, I mean, this is the, the, the biggest celebrity in the world, the number one action, one number one movie star oh, in yeah. the world. In the world. Like, it's just insane to think that we used to chant Rocky sucks and now this guy is like the world most famous movie actor in the world. And it's just like, I would have never guessed that when I was, you know, 12. And he not, sucks. Only, not only that is he owns his own production company. He owns his own tequila. He owns his own brand. He created something that not only if he failed at movies, he has tequila. He has every like he has so many different collaborations with Reebok, and he's generating so much money from different avenues that let's say something did flop, it wouldn't really hurt him. He would be able to just keep striving because he's put his hands in so many different avenues that's been able to really brighten his whole career yeah and you know like you said he's got so many sponsorships uh you know under armor years long now uh he just came out with his own energy drink uh and i think some people tend to forget this one because it's been kind of quiet since it got announced but i think you know we're probably like a year out from seeing how it's going to go but he did buy the xfl and is relaunching i forgot about that yeah uh and if anyone could bring that up to a level where it could maybe even possibly compete with, like, the NFL, it would be The Rock. 
I yeah, think. and I know at one period there, an NFL team reached out to him to try to see if he would buy an NFL team, and he said no. Nah, he has bigger bigger dreams than on an NFL team. I was like, whoa. Yeah, he owns a like league now. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy to like turn down being able to be a part owner of a NFL team, you know? Oh, dude, it's insane. It's insane, man. It's it's uh it's very cool to see. So everybody get that issue of people, I guess, and find out what he was competing against. Let us know. And how I know that's true is because my dad was the middleman. I can't give out the NFL team, but my dad was the middleman of negotiating with The Rock and this NFL team to try to get The Rock to buy the NFL team. That's awesome, man. The Rock is the shit. Uh, what I would love to see, I didn't realize it till just like a couple weeks ago because he started posting a lot about it on his Instagram, but like I would love to see a West Briscoe and The Rock fishing vlog. And I just yeah. want to watch you two fish, talk about your fishing techniques, what you're using, catching them freaking things out of the well, water. This one, I, I always send him videos. He's trying to post his pictures of bass, and I'm like, man, you're going to a, he's going to a pond that is stocked, that is purposely breeding fish for him to catch. Yeah. I, go to, I go to my family lake, and I catch bigger bass than he does. So I don't think The Rock wants no smoke with fishing, and I'll take him up to any offer, any challenge, any day of the week. He can go fish his stock pond, and I'll go back to old Daddy Briscoe's house, go out to old Papa Briscoe's dock, and I guarantee you I'll pull out the biggest bass you'll ever see, Rock. So it's up to you, buddy. You know, you can accept this challenge. And I've tweeted him about it, and he's, like, always been, like, oh, nice fish, because he knows that when it comes to bass fishing, boy, you ain't going to beat Wes Briscoe. Oh, there it is, Rock. Challenge has been thrown down. VOC Nation, all of our uh, Briscoe and Big Ace fans, guys, make sure you get on the Twitters and the Instagrams. Let him know. Because uh, Wes is ready, and I'd like to see it. And you got the place. Like, let's just bring it down to Papa Briscoe's I mean, Lake. Like, I'll put it this way: we'll bring, we'll have that Papa Briscoe's Lake, and we'll have Ron Simmons be the judge. There it is. Damn. Straight up, and I know that for a fact that he'll do it because I talk to Ron all the time, and Ron's been dying to fish in my lake. So, what better place to also bring him, and then also have him as a judge? Imagine that show of me. The Rock and Ron Simmons fishing, maybe even Papa Briscoe popping some funny jokes here and there. Like, come on now, like that's a that's a TV show right there, all written by itself. But you know, I'll be there to film since I can't catch a fish to save my life. You guys yeah. can teach me. <laughs> I'm I'm born and ready, and we'll see. You know, there it is. Well, see if we'll try. Challenge. We'll try once he can get a little free time. We'll try to make that happen. Rock uh, coming for to you, coming for you with a pole, a fishing pole in hand. Uh, I just broke my last one in half. No shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see oh, it. Don't don't believe me. Yeah. Oh, I believe you. But I have also seen your videos, and I know the fish you're dealing with. So I mean, I don't. And this uh, is a, and this is a professional fishing pole. Like I haven't snapped one of these in a long time. Like, did you? So did you lose the fish then too? Hell no! All right. How heavy? Uh, he wasn't. He was probably about eight pounds. That that rod that rod wasn't that good. And okay. Actually, see, I I I usually use my saltwater rods, and I use try to use a freshwater rod for these big bass, and it just snapped it. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I was able to grab the line around my hand and still hold on to the line and pull them in like that. But, yeah, the whole pull, I was like, what? Just snapped, and I was like, in a frantic. And I don't know. The last bass I caught was well over 11 pounds. So nice. I think it was, like, almost 30 inches. So, I mean, it's a pretty big bass. I mean, they're That's awesome, dude. Pretty big. I love it. Well, there it is. Rock, we're coming for you. Wes is going to outfish you, and it's going to be glorious. And well, who, you know, or maybe not outfish. It could be a competition. We it don't could be know. a competition, or it could just be you know us telling stories. But yeah. I would like to whip the rock's ass. I would like to you know have that in my resume. So there it is. We'll try to. Hopefully, someday that can happen. Uh, and we'll again, we'll make like a nice little vlog or just a, an episode out of it because you have been busy. And uh, I don't know if anybody's caught it, but 
a wonderful vlog of you and Red at the Florida State Fair just recently dropped. Uh, so first of all, let's get the new YouTube channel out for you and Red's vlogs together. What is the name of the YouTube channel so people can find it? Uh, Velvet and Briscoe's Adventures. And I think we're up to almost 80 subscribers. Nice. Which so is pretty you- crazy. We never, like, you know, again, like same with the Briscoe and Big A show, I never really expect people to catch on and like stuff so fast. And we just get, we were getting flooded ton of messages of saying, like, wow, it's finally cool to see, like, a normal couple on YouTube. And just some of the comments that, I read was really inspiring and made me want to pull out more content because everything was super positive and that was a really cool thing and you know I didn't do a outro and there's a couple things I missed and like you know I'm so new to all this vlogging stuff like I haven't really been doing it very much and or very long at that so you know it's a experience for me and for everyone to like be so positive and be so, you know, like keep it up is a really cool thing. And I got a new vlog that's about to drop some old footage, but it's pretty cool footage. And it's meme red. We're going to New York doing an autograph signing. So it's pretty much, you know, the whole vlog is us traveling, flying, getting to the event, signing autographs. So it's a pretty cool vlog. I just got done doing a lot of the edits, and I think we're just going to – I forgot to do an outro with that one, <laughs> believe it or not. So I don't know if we're going to just film an outro for that one or if I'm just going to throw it up there. I'm going to wait till fiance gets home and get her approval because we're a team and we do things together. But uh, so, yeah, that's been going really good, so I'm really excited for that. Yeah, guys, if you haven't yet, again, Velvet and Briscoe Adventures, subscribe to it, share it. Like the videos, click the bell so they know you know when the new videos are dropping. Uh, it definitely it, it looks. I what I really what I geeked out the most on was the slow mos of the dog like flipping over and catching the frisbee. How good was did that? <laughs> like I'm just getting the editing down. Like I'm trying to get it. Like I was like, oh, this would be cool if I slow mo this. Like yeah, dude, that was awesome. It was a yeah. really nice touch. Yeah, and then like the slow mo of us going down the um, roller coaster. I got a little bit of skills of some edited here and there. Oh, yeah. Like, like it, it'll all come together once I get back into the flow of like cutting up the videos and knowing the right transitions. Yeah, and yeah. just knowing the right the right cuts and the right transitions is like the key to a good, you know, watching something like a good vlog or our show is just transitions of how do they go to the next scene to make it seem good where it's just not like, bam, you're at the next scene and you're like kind of confused of how did I get to where I'm at? So, you know, I got to do a better pitch, paint a better picture of like the whole entire scene. Mm. Yeah. And you learn, you learn as you go. Like the first time I ever did a vlog, it was a lot of just point shoot and then like, watched it back and was like, huh, I didn't explain anything. I didn't like give any commentary. So people like know why I'm filming what I'm filming. This is, I need to do better. Now I've kind of gotten it down. Uh, if you go to our YouTube channel, the Briscoe and big a show, you'll see, uh, the last one I made, cause I haven't really done anything that warranted me making a vlog other than my trip to Vegas, uh, back in February. So you can watch that one. Uh, and then I'm very still proud and I still watch it from time to time because I really like how it came out. And that was the vlog I made about two years ago now when I took the trip down to Orlando to hang out with you for the weekend and go to the show with you. Yeah. And then also we're going to have to do some for the Briscoe and Big A show while we're in Waterloo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do some for some of our subscribers behind the scenes of the Mm -hmm. Briscoe and Big A show. So that'll be something cool and different that the subscribers and our listeners and people that watch our YouTube stuff We'll get to see on the VOC Nation is maybe a little backstory on, you know, a little background on the Briscoe and Big A show, a little behind the scenes. as you. Yeah, remember. it's going to be cool, too, because uh, I won't have to film it. We'll actually have a little team there helping us with all of our production this week, this year at the Hall of Fame. So I'll actually be, like, on camera next to you, and we can do that kind of stuff instead of me being like, here I am. Hey, there's Wes. Here I am. You know what I mean? Uh, so that'll be nice, too. And, yeah, we'll bring you guys some exclusive content from Hall of Fame weekend. Uh, and like I said, we're still figuring out how it's all going to work, but that third anniversary no. show, uh, we're, we're looking at uh, probably a, an exclusive a live stream of that uh, to the VST members. We'll iron details out and get that to you as soon as we have it. But that's kind of the plan, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you also... 
uh, was just uh, recently on another podcast, which if anybody doesn't know, like it, it takes a lot to get you on a different show. You are proud of what we do and proud of anything that has your name on it. And that's enough for you to be like, I don't, I don't need to do these shows, but you did do one and it's coming out tomorrow or mm-hmm. probably out by the time y'all hear this. Uh, and that's with DNC digital. And you guys speak about your career, your time with aces and eights and your time traveling as a wakeboarder, which would yep. be very cool. Dude, to be honest with you, he, he was the only person that actually did his homework. Nice. Like, I mean, I've been interviewed by a lot of people. I've had a lot of people have me do podcasts and all that stuff, and I turn them down, left them right. And then when we did an interview, he really did his research. Like, he knew about, you know, me getting a black belt. He knew about my high school wrestling and football. He knew a lot about he knew about my wakeboarding. He knew a lot about things that not that many people. So he was a great journalist. Like, mm-hmm. I really respect people that really – research the people that they're interviewing and really know what they're talking about. Cause that's a lot of times why I just turn down interviews. It's because yeah. you guys be asking me the same questions and I'm over it. Like <laughs> I'm straight up over it. Like I don't care. Like you guys ask me the exact same questions time after time after time. And I don't understand, but you can Google me on or go on YouTube and see the same questions. So like for someone to interview me and have, questions I've never been asked was like was right. blowing me away so I was like and plus you know that's Capacito's grandpa but not only that though I'm not just putting him over because of my dog but I'm putting him over because he was a great journalist he actually did his homework he actually did his research and not that many people do I mean they'll do some but they won't dig that deep and I really respect him for that and I really did enjoy the interview because when you, when the host or the person interview, you really tell did their homework about you, and not just ask you the rant, the same questions that have been asked a hundred times. When they actually come up with new things to ask me, I praise them because I'm like, man, that's clever. Like you're going to go somewhere. You have talent, and everyone go check out his podcast because he's someone that has a lot of talent, does a lot of research, and really knows his stuff and you know i'm more than happy to share anybody's stuff and anybody's podcast that i do as long as i admit big ace believe in it like yeah. we we're not gonna misguide you or tell you to go places or i'm not gonna do interviews that i don't think will have an impact or really mean something so that's the something for you guys to think about yeah and you're 100 percent right because uh you know, I've been doing the podcast game in the wrestling world for six, seven, eight years now. And, you know, you always have to try to set yourself apart because especially in the wrestling world, it's so easy to pigeonhole yourself like every other show out there because you are asking these same lame questions. How long have you been in the business? Who trained you? How'd you come up with this idea? And some of it can be interesting if you ask it the right way. But you got to be good about getting out of your comfort zone. Uh, and my favorite story about that, what's the first wrestling podcast I ever had was, uh, it was Waterloo, Iowa, the first year I met you. And me and my partner at the time were, come on, Wes, please do an interview. Please do an interview. And you finally were like, nah, nah, nah. all right, I'll tell you what. If we do it in the pool, literally sitting in the pool with a couple of drinks, I'm down. I will do your interview. And my partner was like, huh? And I was just like, fuck it. We're doing it. That's my one tonight. We're doing it. Like, he's going to do it. We're going to do it. Like, that's something that no one else would be able to say they did with Wes Briscoe. Did an interview in the pool. Uh, And it turned out to be, like, the greatest hour ever. And we had the little fan there who you made a lifelong fan of you after that and his family. And it just was a great, so good that knowing we're going back this year and the pool's finally open again that I'm almost like, we almost have to go in there and just do something, even if it's like a 10-minute segment. Just something in there just because. I mean, I'm definitely, we'll definitely vlog it. We'll we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Like quality will be good. No, like, like for the vlog, we should do like just a little clip in the pool just to be like, this is where it all began, because uh, that was the first time you and ever you and I were ever on a microphone together. Um, but it's you know, like you said too, I came from a radio background, so I always understood the importance of if you are interviewing, 
you've got to be able to hold a conversation while also getting answers for questions that the, the mass media wants to hear. And I feel I've always been pretty good at that. I'll admit, uh, you know, when we had your dad on the show, how many months ago was that? Uh, I don't even remember, probably three, four, five months ago when, when Papa Briscoe came through on the show. Uh, so, like, you know, you and I are boys. You're one of my best friends. We've This is, you know, that's just a relationship you and I have formed over these last five, six, seven years out that we've known each other. Uh, and obviously before that, I was always a fan. I loved what you were doing on TNA and Aces and Eights. It was one of my favorite heel gimmicks ever and the best gimmick they had in TNA. Uh, but I, and I love your dad. I respect him. I love your dad. I consider him a friend now because, you know, you guys are all my friends. We're family now. But a little part of me will always still be a little starstruck around your dad because, you know, I grew up watching him and then all the stuff he's done with, with your uncle and then the WWE stuff and the behind the, to hear him talk about what he's done behind the scenes of the people he's helped shape and mold in this, in this industry. So when we had him on and to hear him say, I know that you've done research when you do your guys' interviews, Big Ace. I'll tell you what, like, that was enough for me. Like, I'll go to my deathbed with that compliment from your dad to be like, I just want to compliment you on your research. Because it, it's like, man, I just had a Hall of Famer and a legend in the game tell me that. And what's even crazier, too, is we have wrestlers that we turn down interviews and people that I could interview that I know that I could, they would would want to do the interview, but I don't because I'm not really cool with them like that. And, like, yeah. that's the crazy thing about our podcast and i know you guys we preach it a lot but i really don't have anybody on the show that i'm not cool with or i don't have like it like i have an interest for like someone that i look up to or someone that maybe i think is going to be the next hottest thing like you know i respect all that but like if you're not fit in that like type i really I hate to say it is like, that's not our style of yeah. podcast. That's not our style of YouTube channel. That's not what we promote. Like we are a different type of podcast than everyone else. We go a different route where we ask the questions and talk about like this funny stuff and memories and cars and just trying to more get to know my friends and the superstars that people looked up to and the people that I looked up to. And you know, that's the crazy thing is that, you know, there's people that we could interview, but we choose not to because right. I don't have very much ties or you don't have ties with. So that's something that, you know, I feel like is different and what sets us apart. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, we definitely, I'm pretty proud of what we do Wes, you and I, uh, with this show, we do a really good job about, we bring on the right people because you have the ties with them. You know, I can roll with anything. Uh, and I'm also not, I don't ruin it for you. I don't, when we're done, your, your boys aren't, and friends aren't coming to you. I hope after shows when I'm not around being like, yo man, what's up with that ace guy, man? You know, from everything I've heard and experienced, like people seem to be okay with me when we do these with them. Um, and that's just, that just shows that you and I have something really good going. And that shows why we're happy to be on the VOC nation with some other great shows. And I do want to shout out the no BS with the bull, Manny Fernandez, his last episode, he did some Q and A's from the VOC nation. And someone actually specifically asked him about you. Uh, and he had nothing but great things to say about you and your dad and talked about some conversations you guys had had at some, some, uh, you know, shows and appearances you've been at together. So that was mm -hmm. very cool to hear that. Uh, and again, just all the love from the VOC nation crew, uh, and all the fans at the VOC nation. We love it. And actually I, I like that so much that eventually we will do a Q and a show guys. We'll do one where you all can submit some questions and we're going to go through and pick out the good ones that we think are going to uh, give us some really good conversation and good show. And, and we'll do a fan Q and a as well here on the Briscoe and Big A show down the line here, uh, shortly, but big shout out to the VOC nation. Make sure you're checking them out. Uh, you can find us on the VOC Nation wherever you get your uh, podcasts, uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find them, v, uh, VOC Nation Worldwide, VOC Nation YouTube. Uh, check it out, Briscoe Big A Show, plus some really great stuff. Again, Manny Fernandez, Bill After, Shelly Martinez, and the list goes on and on. So make sure you guys check them out. Show them some love, and uh, we'll keep doing what we do. What else? Uh, we're going to wrap up here, but what do you got? Anything you need to plug? Again, the vlogs. Uh, you know. Nope, a uh, new vlog dropping 
in the next day or two. Um, I'll let you guys know on social media. It should be in the next day or two. So that will actually, it'll probably drop before this is out, actually. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So it's but, out now. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be out now. It'll be a good episode. So we'll talk about it on the next episode. So it'll be good. Definitely. And then again, make sure you watch for that South Carolina date. Uh, again, follow the Briscoe and Big Ace uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, West Briscoe on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Big Ace uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Not yeah, follow uh, the real Cafecito on yes. Instagram. Oh, my God. real Cafecito. That dude is a stud, by the way. I mean. He takes some good pictures. Cafecito. Where are you? Come here. I mean, like, you guys thought about doing, like, dog modeling? Like, he could be in a dog food commercial. Uh, we, you don't know how many people DM me and <laughs> Stephanie about doing collabs with him. But they all want us to pay for shipping. And we're not paying for shipping. I'm telling you that right now. Me and Red Velvet do not pay for shipping. If you want our dog to be your ambassador, your brand model, we're well for it. As long as you have good products. And we ain't paying shipping. Yep, there you go. You guys heard it there. But, yeah, so make sure you follow Real Cafecito on uh, Instagram. And then uh, for me, guys, at Big Ace for Life, the number four, and then Life on Twitter. That's where you can really get a hold of me and, and, I'll, and I'll interact. Uh, and then also, guys, for me as well, you can catch me every Tuesday night on Twitch. The channel is the John Russell co- uh, Comedy Channel. There he is, Cafecito. Cafecito. He like does not care. He's like, why? Why are you holding me in front of the computer? Um, he's gonna be a bigger star than I am, or will ever be. He uh, almost has over. He almost has two hundred followers on on IG. That a boy, Cafecito. I love his ears, dude. Yeah, they are the best. They literally are the best. Um, yeah. Tuesday nights, John Russell Comedy is the channel on Twitch. The show is the Two Count. Check us out every Tuesday night. We uh, we just had Justin Decent from Impact Pro Wrestling down in Iowa on hilarious show. Uh, he even told a little West Briscoe story on that episode. So if you want to hear it, go check it out. As well as we just had uh, Jackson King and his dad on a few weeks ago, which was a very fun show. Jackson King from IPW, a very young up and start uh, starter in the wrestling game. He will be your tag partner on July 18th in Des Moines, Iowa, and I think you're going to like the kid. He's a good kid. Uh, and then, uh, man, we got all sorts of stuff. We got a guy who wrote a book about Minnesota comedy and also was a wrestler trained with uh, Truth Martini for a bit. Uh, he's coming on in a, in a week. Uh, we got all sorts of stuff. We're doing stuff for the Hall of Fame as well, getting ready, so make sure you check us out. The two count, we actually will be streaming um, on Friday and Sundays every once in a while, too, so make sure you follow us online, two count. Uh, on Twitter and Facebook. So that's what I got going on. And Cafecito is getting him some hand time. Is he going through the teething stages now, huh? Yo, he just turned <laughs> four, four months yesterday. Oh, I love it. Oh, Cafecito. Oh, he's a gorgeous dog. Well, that is all we got for this episode of the Briscoe Big A Show, episode 101. Bringing 102 to you next. And again, guys, mark your calendars. July 15th, I think, through the 17th, or 16th and 17th. Waterloo, Iowa, the Hall of Fame weekend. George Tragus Luthes Hall of Fame weekend. And again, that Friday, 3 p.m., the anniversary show, live show of the Briscoe Big A Show. My guess is when we bring you our next episode, guys, we will be able to give you the confirmation and announce who that fourth or second guest will be for that episode. And I think you're all going to like it. So, But until that... He must have known Cafecito was on getting some screen time because now Mr. Discount wants some screen time and is meowing at me. Or he wants dinner, so I'm going to go do that. Uh, Everybody, enjoy your day, your week, whatever it is that you're listening to this. We love all of you. Again, check us out on the VSC Nation and on YouTube, all that stuff. And we will see you guys on the next show, everybody. This is a sister, the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at nine. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. 
Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major feds as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Press discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.